Today is a great day for car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. This is a and a car. Good day and welcome to episode number 95 of the car wash. On today's show, Kikana and Sundowns shake hands, Biliat retires from international football, and Bafana Bafana robbed. Whether you are tuning in on SL Podcast at ZZA, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, or Mahi K96.7 Game Time, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Roberts, and of course, my good friend, Teko Madise. How are you, my friend? I'm good, and you, Sean? Good. How was your week? Uh, a little bit hectic, but I'm surviving. I'm surviving. Okay, good to hear my boy. But just yeah, some sound it's sad, so I'm going to cheer you up for the joke of the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, yeah, yeah. what do you call a made-up color? A pigment of your imagination. <laughs> Sean, do you do you test these jokes on somebody first? I don't, bro. Okay, you, cool. you are my little bitch when it comes to these. I can tell. Righty, from there we move on to pole position. Pole position. Pole position is a segment where we ask our fans and our supporters club certain questions and get voice notes replied. This week we asked you guys what went wrong for Bafana and what could have been better. And this is what you guys had to say. They did try their level best until the referee decided to award that big penalty. They did apply themselves very, very well. They had luck after uh, we've been robbed. Poor referee was not on our side. The blame should be put on the, the mesh officials that they officiating the game on the day because that goal that was scored by Ghana, that penalty, it was not clearly a goal. Uh, we are very uh, disappointed. At the same time, I, w- I would like to say sorry to uh, Bafana Bafana. They, they are trying all means to show the country how anger uh, to playing for World Cup. Unfortunately, it's very overwhelming for Bafana Bafana. <sighs> Through the way they play, and on group stages but like um, for me I'm not surprised really um, they didn't show enthusiasm this guys yes they did win but like um, they were not willing to score more goals whereby like it will give us advantage on coming goal difference and that was not a penalty yes it's the end of the road to, to Qatar fine I don't blame the coach I don't play, blame the players uh, wait well, our lineup was not okay because I don't understand why coach uh, on the bench realizing you know, because this pet was playing at the middle for Bafana. I'm speechless. I don't know what happened. The boys were nervous, but they fought. So how the referee end up changing the completion of the match in favor of Ghana and award them a penalty, which is not even a penalty, I don't know. But we leave that to have because they're not they're not gonna do anything about it. But if it was South Africa winning like that, believe you me, we were going to replay that match. Let's recap if you still remember the Senegal game, but because it's South Africa, no one likes us in Africa, so nothing will happen. Uh, I think the coach tactics failed on the night. They desmally failed completely because the coach should have realized that first half our players were not there. They were not combining. The, the boys and the coach, they performed well. I think because coach, uh, it was his first 
It's bad luck. I think it was hardly done and it was unfair to the boys. I think they played their heart out. I've watched the game and yes, I saw the penalty. I think it was just a soft penalty. I think it was rehearsed. Um, I think the Canadian players, they are very intelligent. They've shown that uh, these boys of Bafana Bafana, they will do anything to make sure that they get a draw. They did anything to buy the referee. Uh, you know, the Referees are bought by players' action. For the summit, we're joined with uh, uh, Liam Becker, our correspondent from Kickoff. Uh, how are you, Liam? Morning, Sean. All good this side. How are you doing? Yeah, magic. Thanks so much for uh, tuning in and joining us with this. It's uh, um, what do I say? I mean, we've heard what the, the fans have had to say. I honestly believe we're completely robbed. Take we obviously were. There's, there's so much going on behind the scenes, which I'm sure Liam's going to fill us in. Um, Take her just quickly, your take on the game, put aside the, the penalty shots, obviously put aside the bad decisions by the referee in terms of our performance um, and improvement, or were we just completely robbed and, and we should have uh, progressed? Look, Sean, um, looking at the, 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 the decision from the referees and all that stuff, if, if you have to put that away on the side, we, we, we didn't perform really, really well. I, I wasn't convinced at all. Because yeah. I, f- I felt like from the first minute, Ghana showed the the intention of what they're trying to do. They pressed us so high, they made us play uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's that's when that's when I realized the experience on the pitch wasn't there from Bafana Bafana because the players that were supposed to help us help us play, you know, have that courage and that character, they were not there. And mm-hmm. and I remember we spoke about you know having a proper balance within within the national teams in terms of experience yeah. and 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 that's when it, it it actually showed yes the referee played a huge part in it yes ghana didn't outplay us but ghana didn't allow us to allow us to play ghana created chances and they created situation that looked a little bit more dangerous and i think as well you know coming back to what actually happened i think this at this stage Without, without, without any doubt, I think this at this stage has showed us that with with this type of games in the continent, we actually do need VAR because if mm. if we don't we don't necessarily get that VAR option, we this is exactly what's going to happen all the time. Because also you need to remember as well, we might speculate and say that there is something as dodgy, maybe the referee, you know, all that type of stuff. But also look at how much they're getting paid. If we in South Africa, we 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 saying we one of the best leagues in the continent, mm. we underpaying our referee. Can you imagine what happens in Africa as well? Yeah, so yeah. now, so now we 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 we're gonna condemn the referee, we're gonna suspend the referee, whatever the case might be. Maybe the game might not play, be played again, or the game maybe let's say we play, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the referee um, changes or the referee becomes better. Mm. Look at all the teams that are playing in 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 Kef. Never mind, Sarah, uh, never mind Bafana Bafana with the qualifier, World Cup qualifier. Because those are the same referees that you meet when you're playing Kev. They're still doing the same thing. So there's a lot of change that needs to be done. So I don't think just in your on, on, on the Bafana game, I think there's highlighted so many things that are wrong with Kev. Yeah, just to touch on that quickly before we ask Liam for his opinion, um, I stand to be corrected. Maybe Liam, you can help me out. But I think the, the Champions League cap final for the women's where Sundowns are playing, there's going to be VAR involved in that. So if if they can do it at that level, there's no disrespect to any woman team out there, but not for a World Cup qualifier, there's serious questions to be asked. Absolutely. I think 
Um, just when you look at what's at stake, is, is especially in the World Cup qualifiers, you know, the amount of money that's involved in the long run, the, the amount of prestige that comes with qualifying for a World Cup. Um, it's, it's ridiculous that, that VAR wasn't involved. And, you know, of all the, the confederations, it was only CAF and, and CONCACAF that didn't have it. Um, yeah. So as you say, there's, there's definitely question marks about that and, and going forward, it's something that needs to be implemented. And so just for listeners out there, what is actually happening behind the scenes? We, we've, we know that SOF has loads of complaint. We know that FIFA has, has come back with a reply. So in a nutshell, what's happening and what's the next step and what are the possible outcomes? Yeah, so uh, straight after the game on Sunday, um, South Africa immediately lodged a complaint um, against the, the match officials. Um, that complaint was noted and recorded in the match commissioner's uh, report. Um, and then obviously there's been a lot of speculation in the media over the week, a lot of talk what's going to happen. Um, and then the big presser on Wednesday and FIFA have now confirmed that they've received that complaint. They've given a formal um, sort of acknowledgement of that complaint. And from there, they've now given both Ghana and South Africa time to submit further comment, further uh, documentation in respect of um, this sort of protest against Maget Ndaye, who was the referee. Um, and they've given Ghana until the 20th, which is this weekend, to, to submit those documents. Um, from there, on the 23rd, they will then be taking the matter forward for consideration. Um, and obviously, we don't have any time periods after that yet. We don't know how lengthy that process will be. Um, but from there, they'll then make a decision. And in South Africa's case, best case scenario, and the scenario that we are hoping for, um, is that the uh, the match will be replayed. Uh, but that sets a very dangerous precedent. So I don't think it's something mm. FIFA will take lightly, but that's the outcome we're hoping to achieve. In terms of the match being replayed, there's obviously two parties involved here, right? There's, uh, sorry, this is if Ghana gets, or the referee gets uh, a, a guilty verdict or, or, or whatever. Um, surely the it's not a replay surely the three points should go to south africa because surely there is someone part of the Ghanaian football association involved in this as well as the referee well if 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 that allegation is made then i think you're right i think for sure then uh, ghana should be stripped of the three points um but then it, i think it comes down to a case of, of what can be proved you know if there's a direct link with the Ghanaians, and i'm not sure if that accusation is being made yet or if it's just being leveled at at the match officials um, and, and if only the match official is involved, I mean, we know we know it's not that simple, but it, it's a case of what can be proven. Um, then I imagine uh, the outcome would be uh, the, the replay, as was the case in 2016 between Senegal and South Africa, oh. um, where that match official in that case was was found to have influenced the game unlawfully, illegally. Um, and then that match was replayed. Obviously, there was no fault on South Africa's part, and then we weren't stripped of it. When they handed the points, the match had to be replayed. Um, and I imagine in this case, that's that's what we're hoping for more so than um, just a reversal of the points. Yeah, interesting stuff. And Teko, um, Danny Jordan went on, I think it was Danny Jordan, went on record saying that um, during a certain period of that game, there was a, a spike in sports bets going towards that game in terms of penalty being awarded. I mean, isn't that enough evidence in itself? Yeah, but Sean, also we need to be careful as well because because at the time, you know, after what happened, I think there's a lot of emotion that went through and yeah. with those lot of speculations as well, I think they, they're going to end up diluting what the truth is. Mm. So, so, um, so for me, I would wait for FIFA to take that decision and to tell us exactly what's happening if 
they see something dodgy on that penalty call not only on that penalty call there's a lot of calls as well that actually could have affected the game differently mm-hmm. but also on on that as well is 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 as 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 a person that is in charge of association you also need to say we've lodged the complaint to fifa we're still waiting for fifa to come back when you come back and tell us about the spike of so now you're deleting all these things so now we you look like now we're making all the excuses of not to win the game and 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 with that said like i said i come back to that i said besides those those um uh challenges that of um the referee actually showed bafana was not great on the day we didn't look like we wanted to win even if we did win i'm not anti bafana bafana but even if we did win do we have enough firepower to actually make it mm. you're expecting all the all, all the big guys all the guys that are exactly supposed to help us in terms of bafana bafana come show, show up in such big games don't show up against the lesotho and and swaziland when you play here and then when we play big games like ghana where we're supposed to show the character we don't show this this, this is a world cup qualifier we just need a draw to actually, you know, being one of the best group, uh, one of the best teams in the continent to actually, you know, set ourselves um, to qualify. But we couldn't play under stress. You look at you look at the younger boys. Okay, we 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 the same country that are going to come back and say, ah, but the young boys inexperienced. But when we spoke about experience that's needed in the team, we said, no, let's give others a chance. So we need to find the right balance to exactly what is it that we want. Yes. I hope that the the game can be replayed again because I think with that game on its own, there's a lot of stuff that the boys have learned and there's a lot of stuff that they can do actually right on the day. Yeah, let's all put Teka. Um, in, in essence, you know, whichever way this decision goes, whether it goes our way at the end of the day, we potentially still have to beat a powerhouse of a team in Ghana. And yes, sir. Look that enticing uh, the other night. So. Um, in essence, still Bafana, a lot of work to do in terms of performance, a lot of work to do in terms of squad selection, in, in, in terms of the balance, like we've spoken about, Turkey, of senior players and um, players coming through, which which we haven't seen, right? So, um, because Sean, yeah. Sean, sorry, Sean, because Sean, for me, is, 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 is you, you as a, a national team coach that wants to qualify to the World Cup. Mm and you came in and you had a short period of time to actually qualify so you would want to qualify the quickest way possible even though you've got a five-year plan on trying to implement certain things within your 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 team so therefore i'll start picking the best performing players in the league at that time sure. and you you look at the, you, you look at what the squad is right now who's the best performing player in the league that was playing on against ghana are you, are you posing that question to me? I'm posing the question to you, man. Um, probably the captain. I think Ronan's probably been the most consistent. Yes, you're talking about, now you're talking about consistent. He's been consistent for years. I'm talking the yeah. best performing, the person that is on form right now, that was in the Bafana starting lineup. You tell me. For the fact that you're taking so long, it, it, yeah. it raises questions. But I'm just saying that you need to find a balance in the best performing players and the players that are supposed to be, that you're building up, you're trying to build a team around for mm. the future in Bafan. Then you find that proper balance. Because now if you have the whole inexperienced team, because you also talk about Rowan Williams, he's got like, what, 12, 15 caps. And you count those 15 caps, it's far in between after 10 years of being in the PSL. So we don't have enough experience within the team. And he's a goalkeeper. Even if he does have experience, he's back there. You need experience in the field of play. You need experience in the midfield. You need experience yeah. in the defense. And you didn't have that. So when stress comes through, nobody's there to calm things down. Look at the type of fouls that we're conceding. Yeah. 
you know but anyway yeah that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, we could, we could go on for hours in this and we have in previous podcasts, but uh, Liam Becker, thank you so much for your time, bud, and hopefully we'll have you back on soon. Always a pleasure. Let's move on to something a little bit more... Well, it's, less stressed. It's, it's less stressful. <laughs> but also quite sad, uh, Mamelodi Sundowns have announced that they have amicably parted ways with the long-serving midfielder from Kakana. Kikana served Sundowns for 10 years after joining in from Bloemfontein Celtic in 2011 and now leaves as a club legend, having won six league titles with the Shawnee Giants. Teko, um, I'm not too sure how to take this. I was under the impression, and, and you probably know from being on the inside there, that he would probably stay on it as an ambassadorial role of some sort, but he still feels he, he can play. He still feels he's got a couple of seasons left in those, those legs of his. Um, whether that door is open for him again in the years to come at Sunrun's uh, time will tell. Um, it's nice to see that uh, there was a, I presume, some sort of golden handshake as well. Um, mm. How do you how do you feel about this? I mean, it's, it's he's, he's served so well, and and like we've spoken about this in the past, like if you feel you've still got some time in your legs, you still got to play. You don't want to live in regret past your past your career. So, um, has this come as a surprise to you? No, no, Sean, it, it, it hasn't. Um, look, me and Shompo actually had conversations, which I can't share now, but mm-hmm. we, we, we actually had conversations way before this thing was announced. Mm-hmm. And and with that, I think it was in off-season. And with that said, it, it's, it's, it's when it came out in the news, it wasn't a shock to me, it wasn't a surprise at all. This is a guy that still wants to play. He still he still feels he's got the legs. He still wants to achieve so much, and uh, and and he's at the type of feeling where I was. Remember when I went to Cape Town City? This you still want to play. You still want to enjoy the game. There's certain things that you still want to touch, or you still want to uh, you you still want to fulfill. And uh, and I feel like with that as Mamelodi the Sundance, we 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 not only obligated. I mean, this is the guy that actually was, as I think, it's the most uh, um, decorated captain in the country. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 we it's it's a responsibility and a duty for Sundowns to allow such to to fulfill their dreams, mm-hmm. you know. And and I think and I think whenever he decides to 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 come back into the team, I think that's the conversation that he can have with the club, or maybe that's a conversation that already being had. But but yet again, it's 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 really it's a, it's a, it's only fair. As Mamid Sandans to allow Shompo to be because he has served the team with distinctions and we we as a club I, f- I think that it's we are the position where actually we can be so grateful of his services mm. we can be we can be grateful of his professionalism the way he led the team to 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 he contributed so much to what the team looks like and what the team is today because he he really 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 played well and led the team very well so so now that he if he still wants to continue somewhere else i highly doubt that the door will be closed for him when he comes back look i went away i never served the team that Trump the way Trump did and I, I was able to come back and be able to be in a different space within the team because i think there's a lot of of, of, of experience that Klumper can bring back into the team and help the younger ones because at the, at the club right now there's a lot of new faces, there's a lot of young players that still need to understand and have the, the, the DNA of the club and I think with what Klumper has, he actually person, uh, um, he's the person that actually has that in his DNA so whatever he decided I think for us we should be standing on the side and applaud whatever decision that he takes and, and, and take it from there. Yeah, that's very well put. You, you can't discount the fact of what he has 
or what he has brought to the change room at Emily Sundowns. He's obviously one of the, the nicest guys I've met in, in football in general. Um, and yeah, yeah, that'll nicest guy that will kick you. Yeah, that'll fucking <laughs> kick you. That guy. <laughs> Outside the pitch, probably the nicest guy. Yeah, I know he is. Yeah. But he does have one regret, though. He, uh, I quote, unquote, I just want to thank you guys uh, for winning that trophy because in my tenure at Mabalodi Sundowns, I've been trying to fish that trophy and couldn't find it. I don't know where the coaches got that luck from because I need that in my cabinet. That is the only trophy that I'm missing. He's obviously talking about the MTN uh, Cup, MTN 8 Cup, which uh, Sundowns just won. So, you know, uh, how many trophies was it that he won? I think he won eight, 12. 12 yeah. trophies in 10 years. Yeah, yeah. It's, and uh, to think he never got an MTN 8 is it's hard to believe. But uh, yeah, thank you, Klompo. Um We are indebted to you, as Teko has uh, quite elegantly put. But let's move on as well to another bizarre story taken and i'm really looking forward to getting your opinion on this um, from from where your favorite team from no bro no no this is common billiard making his international career oh yeah done yeah. and dusted I, yeah I, I don't quite understand this he's only 31 years old yeah he is a household name not just in south africa but his, his, his native country is in um but 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 and you i don't know if you've seen this Teko. Mm. you later on that day um, I'm going to read you something from uh, the news. Zimbabwe's participation in next year, next January's Africa Cup of Nations finals was put in jeopardy on Tuesday as the country's Sports and Recreation Commission suspended the Board of Football Association of Zimbabwe. The announcement was made without an explanation. Mm, mm, mm. So something has happened, I think, behind the scenes, which has made Karma um retire early from international football because you wouldn't surely you would not be doing that at 31 years old no of course sean i mean i mean look let's let's put this into context now mm. this is zimbabwe playing there uh the uh and they qualified for afcon for january mm-hmm. easily so comfortable now they're in the world cup qualifier they finished bottom of the log mm-hmm. with no wins at all now now now, during the World Cup qualifiers, after they've qualified for Afcon, they sacked their coach, if you remember very well. I do, yeah. Yes. So now, after sacking their coach, now, all of a sudden, after their last game of the qualifier, because he didn't want to disrupt the team, their captain, their most talented, their most decorated player in the squad is retiring, which is Kamabile. Like you said, I think, and, and I think also coming back, I think if I remember very well, they, they, they were... I think they were kicked out of of, of, of um, World Cup qualifiers. I think in 2018 or something. I'm not too sure. Maybe Aiden would check the facts for uh, for an outstanding debt to a former coach. So there's always been there's there's always been something that is very wrong with Zifa. Mm. And and it comes back again. I think it's it's repeating itself. If you remember as well, there were accusations of players taking bribes years ago. So there's always problem with Zimbabwean uh, uh, Football Association. So now that you qualify for Afcon, they're also running a risk of being suspended or being kicked out again. And 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 now with with that said, as a federation, you 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 standing or you you disrupting the flow of not only the national team but mm. these youngsters that are in a disadvantaged backgrounds that only has this god-given talent to help them you know put food on the table for their families and the only way to to do that they need to get exposed mm. but you doing your own thing so there's so so for me there's something wrong there's something that is very 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 wrong there and uh, 
but I just hope that you know whatever that is, they can sort it out so that Kama can come back and play because he 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 actually needed in that team. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's exactly, and you, you put it so well, Teko. It's not just about Kama leaving. There's a whole generation of footballers yeah. that look up to a player of Kama's talent and ability. Um, but I also think there needs to be some sort of responsibility when you reach a certain level that you you can't really make a call that big i mean obviously it's your life it's your decisions but there's so many people resting on your ability in your country like we just discussed about yeah is coming through and i think um neymar also had a moment didn't he uh, yeah but young. yeah but but he said he was misunderstood but i think i, I think sean coming back to this to, to 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 this trend that for me personally i don't approve of and i don't like Mm. I don't like people retiring on on social media. Mm. You know, like there's there's put some with, dignity with, with, with into it. a letter that clearly wasn't written by him. Yeah, no, come on. If that letter, send the letter to the people that are supposed to, because now the people that are supposed to see it, they're only seeing it on social media like everybody else. Yeah. You know, like we we know, like at the end of the day, my brother, don't brand the bitch. I, I just think that there's a lot of things that needs to be done professionally. So. And 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 one Zimbabwe, let Zimbabwean football national team be the ones that comes out and say our captain has sent us a letter of retirement, blah blah. blah. And then you take it from there, because for me, I don't feel because this this trend going on, people are too quick to because now it's it's very emotional. Because I feel like if you actually do write the letter to the people that you're supposed to, there's going to be a conversation that's going to be held. So therefore, the chances are you might even change your mind. But this thing of of Instagram tweet tweet and what what uh, it's a trend and and also Nemo was in one because of that yes. so I think players need to be very careful as to what is exactly that they want to write in there because not only they 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 feel like they're exhausted they tired they like you said they're representing a generation that comes after them so there's a lot of people that are looking up to them so with them being just emotional and writing things up, I mean, it, it affects so many people, not only just them. Yeah, you said something quite profound there, Tickle. Don't burn your bridges. And uh, it's something that I've very clear on in my career. I, I may not have got along with all the coaches or all the players, but I've always left on good terms. Yeah. Because football is such a small game, such a small fraternity that we're going to need each other once again one day. So That's true. Um, huh? Yeah. So let's let's see what happens. Let's watch this story quite closely. Um Again, let's move on to a story that uh, I think came as a bit of shock at when it actually happened, and that's in terms of Kevin Johnson when he left Al Ahly. Um, yeah. He has come out and spoken about it, and he says, quote, unquote, sometimes a strong relationship comes to an end, and that is what happened. If a chance avails itself, I would happily return to Al Ahly. Um, my time at Al Ahly was wonderful. I worked with a professional team, and it added to my experience. Al Ahly is an African icon, and I couldn't agree more. Do you think he's talking about when he said sometimes a strong relationship comes to an end? Is that the relationship with him in Pizza or a relationship with, with him in Al Ahly? I, I, I just I just feel like you, you could have explained exactly what it is. Yeah. Be- because now we we in the in between as to now we're trying to speculate and trying to figure out because because you he was called in by Peter himself. Right. And then when he say when the relationship is strong and then then hey Kevin Johnson stop playing games please tell us exactly if you're not gonna tell us don't share at all but I feel strongly. <laughs> No, it mustn't. I mean, now we now we end up saying wrong things you know, because yeah, we don't know what the truth is. But I, exactly. But I just hope that one day he'll come out and say it. But if he doesn't say it as well, but I think it's one experience that he'll never 
get rid of. I think that's one thing that is he added on his CV that actually took his coaching to an next level. And I think it's probably maybe he's one of the coaches that is in demand right now. And yes. uh, and I think um, um, he's under pressure to to go to any team that he can deliver. But he's also under pressure to to make those changes to implement the the the, the all the things that he has learned in Egypt and I think it's 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 we need such things we need coaches to come back and I think there's a lot of um, 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 good coaching that is going around within the country so we can never have enough and we need more South African coaches to be doing those type of platforms yeah absolutely and I think he's had, like you said he's had a great experience yeah um, whatever, whatever happens bro he won the Champions League bro. Uh, come on bro I mean, Yo, I mean it's really a, it's, it shouldn't have an issue finding a team in the PSL that's for sure it's just where that job is there's quite a few uh, opportunities speaking of yeah. opportunities in the PSL let's just quickly touch on the Gavin Hunt debacle Chip United have explained why head coach Gavin Hunt has been suspended pending an investigation with the club confirming a player as his interim replacement um, the four-time league winner had been put on ice following a string of poor results since he took charge of the Chile boys at the start of the season and mm. proceeded to name Kurt Lenchies as caretaker mm. coach and we've, we've mm. spoken about this in the past take about ex-players slowly moving into these roles and obviously i don't think he's going to be there long term to be honest but i do think he will be the assistant to the coach that comes in because kurt is part of the the chipper family the chipper furniture but this is obviously not lacquer for gavin hunt and his team but but nice to see uh an opportunity for an ex-player that we both played against and yeah so much yeah, yeah, man. We 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 love Kurt Lenchis in the show. Um, but here's 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 the thing, Sean. Um, as much as it, it is a strange decision, we we it's not like we we could have anticipated better from 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 cheaper. But what he has done now, to me, it sh- you know, it it shook me. Mm. I'll tell you why. Kurt Lenchis still registered as a player. He played a couple of games this season, right? And then you 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 put him in charge now as an interim coach. Now Kurt Lynch needs to put on the lineup. He needs to have a conversation with the players and with a different tone on a different level in the dressing room at training. So now you saying to the players to look at Kurt Lynch differently, right? By mm-hmm. putting him in charge in that position. Yeah. So now so now what happens if the results are not coming? Are you when you fire Kurt Lynch's, were you you firing him as an interim coach or as a player? Yeah, because cheaper cheaper fires people. He it's the first time that he's actually suspended. If I'm wrong, uh, mm. please I stand correct. I don't know how because now it puts Kurt Lynch's in a different position. Unless can Kurt Lynch's now decide like he this is the type of place where he wants to be in the coaching department, and then he he doesn't play anymore because of if anything happens, no matter what happens, let's say the good results are coming in, whatever the case might be, mm-hmm. and then the, the and then and then cheaper decides to find a coach, and then the coach comes in, that Kurt Lynch's go back to being a player because he's still registered as a player, sure. right? And then and then how other players that he wasn't playing, how are they going to look at him? <laughs> Imagine you shows, yeah. exactly, bro. Like you putting the, you putting, you putting. Unless Catlin just decide that you know, okay, since now I've been in this space, now I've been exposed to the space, I might as well stay here and find my way in. Then that's better because when you come back, still, sure. you'd want players to change and look at you now as one of them in a dressing room, 
and it becomes very, very difficult, especially when the results are not coming because you'll be shouting, you'll be doing all this type of stuff, you'll be changing players, and you, you, there's players that you're not going to play. Mm. And then now they're going to take it personally because now you're back, now you're in a changing room, you're one of them. So, right. so it's, and, and you've got to separate now your feelings, right? So exactly, this is, this man. This is business, bro. This is business now. It's, it's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy, but 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 uh, we we we've seen this trend coming through, and we 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 with 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 Gavin Hand, I think we saw it coming uh, because of the results as well. And uh, and look, man, Chip is not performing well. They're not doing well. It's the story of every season, and he still continues doing what he does. And I think if you keep doing the same things over and over again, you can't be expecting results. We know that. Mm. And. Uh, Look, I think it's high time that you invest in 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 the guys that are actually uh, younger. Maybe you you they still have Dentley there. They can come back and and help. Cat Lynch is there, mm-hmm. and you grow that position. You 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 because now you're looking at there's a rumor that the former coach might be coming back. So all these coaches that are actually coach cheaper, they're like. Uh, with due respect, they're like tea bags. They use you and then they throw you away. Then they reuse you when they need you again. Just explain that to me. You're obviously talking about Herich, and um, I don't understand. This would probably be that I can remember his fifth time or sixth time that he's been called back and fired. Exactly. I, I don't understand it. Bruh, like. But also, it's 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 is, is it because we have shortage of coaches in the country, or the or with, with or the coaches are very insecure with with their knowledge? They, they they think they don't deserve better. I don't understand that. Do we get fired? You come back again. You get fired. You come back again. I really don't. And and this is Coach Harry. He coached me. Really? I know his style yeah. of coaching. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a very very. He's always in. He's, he's he's a great guy. But yeah. for me, is 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 I wouldn't want to be a teabag. Yes, the coaching job is never secured. You, you can get fired anytime, especially yes. when the results are not coming. Yes. But I'm saying, how would you learn by keep going to the same people? You you have a girlfriend, me, bra. She's cheating on you. Yeah. You break up. You go. She calls you again. You go back again. She cheats on you. You go. I mean, for how long? So, so in essence, things don't change if things don't change. Basically, sure. Do you know what I'm saying? If you're going to keep yes, on repeating, you're in the same shit. Exactly. Like, like My bro. bro. Ah. Anyway, I mean, we, we love talking about Chipper because they're obviously our favorite team on the show. And, um, it's, <laughs> our very favorite it's, it's, team on the show. But look, um, all kudos to, to Kurt. Um, fingers crossed it all works out. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. I, yeah. I do feel, though, they need a... A coach with some serious experience, which there are around. Uh, we've mentioned a few. And 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 and, and Sean, sometimes let me tell you. And and Sean, here's the thing as well. You know, all these coaches when they started, they didn't have any experience before. They they started like 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 uh, like Kurt Lynch is how he starts as well. Mm-hmm. Probably maybe being an assistant, whatever the case may be. But the bottom line is, none of them started with the experience. And yes. and 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 maybe now with cheaper, maybe they they actually need somebody that knows how it feels. Mm-hmm to be a cheaper player. You know, how it feels to always fighting relegation. Maybe Kate Lynch's might come in and 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 have a different tone and, and he might be well respected in the dressing room. Because also the thing is what happens on the pitch, you know, it's a true reflection of what's happening in the dressing room. Because sometimes what we say in the dressing room affects how we play on the game. And sometimes the good things that we say in the dressing room display very well on the game. So so maybe Kurt Lynch might turn things around. Maybe he might be the answer to this. But the question is, will, will he be given an opportunity? 
because because you can't judge a coach on three games you can't judge a player on three games you know what i'm saying but also they're in a very very difficult situation where they know how it feels to be playing players when they know how it feels to be uh, on the bottom of the log they know how to they know how it feels actually to season in season out fighting relegation and they know the importance of of, of, of their survival within their community as well. So the question is, it's, it's, I, I feel sorry for Chipper because he's in a very difficult situation, but I strongly believe that Chipper needs to look outside the box, st- uh, get a coach that is, 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 is going to be a true reflection of how you want your team to play. Because we knew exactly what's going to happen with, Ch- with, with Gavin Hunt going there. He's got a different style of play and a lot of Chipper players that are there, they're ball playing players. So it's going to be very, very difficult to change them around. So just hope that Catlin just turns things around. Yeah, agreed. Uh, it'll be interesting to keep an eye on that one for sure. Um, from there, we move on to place your bets, where I usually get everything right as usual. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big game coming up for Pirates, Arrows versus Pirates. Um, I think that is actually a way for Pirates in Durban. We've spoken about how difficult a game that is. Uh, mm. Must win for Pirates taker. How do, you, how do you see that one going? Uh... Look, I think after what happened with Pirates, I think they, 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 that break, the international break, uh, could have done them uh, uh, good in terms yes. of rectifying um, um, the defense. Because I think against Chiefs, they played really, really well. They did. Uh, yeah, and uh, look, it's going to be a tough one against Arrows, but it's it's a victory that they need to 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 bring back that confidence and 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 I hope. You know, with that game against Kelly Chiefs, a lot of players learned, and uh, and 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 we move on. I think it's yeah. a, it's, it's a victory that is needed from London Pirates, but it's yeah. going to be tough. I agree. Um, Cape Town City. This is the um, game of the weekend for me. Cape Town City versus Memorabilia Sundowns. Yes, um, I'll be there. Game. I'm I'm gonna be there, my brother. Is this in Cape Town? Yeah, it's in Cape Town. Oh, let's 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 try and meet for coffee, bro. Yes, sir. Um, Oof, this is a biggie. It's a goodie. Um, I still feel Sundowns are, uh, especially with the pitch, like where they're going to be playing at Cape Stadium, how they love to push the ball around. I think this might suit Sundowns. It, 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 I think it's going to suit both teams. Actually, mm. we I, I love I love this fixture because we we actually see the true essence of two two footballing teams that yes. really 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 like to play and that really like to attack. Mm. So it's going to be a very very interesting game. Um, um, and and also looking at how Mashko played in the national team coming back to Cape Town City with that energy going forward. So it's going to be very interesting game. So I just hope there's going to be a game that is uh, uh, goals that are involved mm. but uh, but to be honest with you i think right now it's no longer at the stage of who will beat mamelid sundowns the question is who will score against mamelid sundowns yes it's just you know? say, so many clean sheets right yeah yeah man so i think it's going to be very interesting for 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 the fans as well and result your side what do you think i think it's going to be one it's going to be a one zero mm. for sundowns yeah okay I'm, go- I'm going for an entertaining two-wall draw. I'm going against all odds here. Aha! Um, yeah, and I think it's going to be an absolute crack of a game. So looking forward no, to watching is. that one. Yes. Um, Stellenbosch versus Amazulu. Both uh, teams doing well. Stellenbosch, obviously, the surprise pick this season at the moment. Obviously, that can change overnight, as we know, the PSL. How do you see this one, Fair and Teko? Where's the game played? I have it down here, as in Cape Town as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 a draw for me. Yes. That's a one-one draw. Um, because I think it's going to be more interesting on the bench because 
<laughs> with with Bailey and Baka, it's it's always interesting on the bench. But I think it's 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 a game that also Mamlisa um, and not Mamlisa Downs rather Amazulu wants to come back and and be the forceful team that it was last season. Yeah. And and they're playing against an informed team, this which is Stelis. So it's going to be very difficult. So I see a two-all draw. Yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna be a one-all draw. I think. Um... I think Sage Stevens and goals for Stellenbosch have been has been astronomical. No, yeah, man. I mean, he's finally, he's finally got his chance and he's taken it with both hands. Excuse bra, me, but uh, he's uh, bra, bra. a new player to the new player to the Cape Town City. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a good boy and he's a very very good goalkeeper. So yeah. you're going for a one-one draw. Um, you're going for a two-all draw. Um, yeah, Aiden, just make sure make notes of those results, please, buddy. <laughs> Righty, let's move on to this week in football history. Today we remember great moments from the past. We dive into the time capsule. Join us as we remember great moments from this week in football history. This week in 2012, Zlatan Ibrahimovic helps himself to four goals against England, sealing his legendary performance with a 35-yard bicycle kick, scoring one of the greatest goals of all times. I can remember that ridiculous. I cannot believe that was nine years ago. On the 23rd of November 2002, former Barcelona hero Luis Figo returned to Camp Nou for only the second time since his controversial move to Real Madrid two years earlier. It did not go well for him though. When Figo returned to Camp Nou in his first season with Real Madrid, he was subject, subjected to taunts and jeers, but that was nothing compared to his appearance in 2002. By then he had won La Liga and the Champions League with his new club, intensifying the state of the rivalry. By the time he prepared to take the late corner, emotions had risen to the point where people in the stands were throwing things at him, including plastic bottles, cans and lighters. Someone even threw the head of a piglet and one of a rooster. <laughs> Unbelievable. And on the 24th of November 2010, Ajax striker Luis Suarez received a seven-match ban for biting PSV's Otman Bakal. This was one of the first of his snacking problem. With other bites coming in 2013 when the Uruguayan but Chelsea defender Ivanovic and then again in 2014 when Suarez bit Italian defender Giorgio Cellini. Four years, three teams, three bites and three suspensions. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I remember all those quite... Uh, what, wasn't one in the World Cup as well? Was it was it all in the league? Yeah, there was one in the World Cup. But um, I think he came into the World Cup, especially in 2010, uh, having that, um, <laughs> you know... Uh, uh, biting thing within him yeah, and yeah. and and also he he was the i think there was a controversial penalty you remember when he he blocked the uh, the goal with his hand against yeah. ghana so that so that's so yeah yes and you saw him on the side just like sniggering enough, yeah yeah but but he, but it all changes when he joined barcelona he slowed down a bit because i think barcelona is more about the reputation and the image of the club so he focused on scoring goals, but he 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 was less and less in controversial issues. But but yeah, that's Luis Suarez for you. He slowed down on the biting. Yeah, he did actually. <laughs> maybe he maybe in the five years or whatever years that he spent at Barcelona, maybe there was one incident where he actually, you know, was uh, yeah. It's actually ridiculous. Um, take it from there, but we move on to the car. This week, we look at the new Hyundai Kona 1.6 Turbo. Hyundai have been on an SUV model assault within the local market, introducing several new and updated models during 2021, one of which is the updated Kona, the brand's compact crossover for the style conscious among us. 
The Pune's strong attribute has been its styling, striking a balance between the rugged and sporty in the crossover space, a theme continued by the updated version which now looks even more radical than before. The price for the model tested is $499,000, certainly not cheap and considering the fact that products such as the new Toyota Corolla Cross, the Kia Saltos and the Mazda CX-30, just to name a few, come in at the same price. I'm not a massive fan of this jets. I give it a 7 out of 10, but I do like Honda in general. Um, I just think it's very, very, very overpriced for what you get, in my expert opinion, of course. Yeah. Um, next, we obviously need a bit of motivation in life, Teco. And is it yours or my turn? Uh, it's my turn, Baba. There we go, my boy. What have we got? Um, here's the guy that comes back to, to Barcelona. Um, very controversial uh, wages or salary. Um, I think it's one of the most decorative player. He's won more trophies than any player in the world. This is Danny Alves. So he says, this is a guy who was wearing tuxedo with flip-flops, man, bruh. So <laughs> he says, I, you saw that. And, and even, even when you first signed in the team, he was wearing flip-flops. So I think it's one of those superstition things because Brazilians are superstitions. It's crazy. Yeah. So I, he says, I see a lot wanting to be, but very few pay the price. If life was easy, we wouldn't be born crying. But since it's fair, I keep working. And this is the guy that comes back into, into the Barcelona team. He's been given the iconic number and he wants to play in the World Cup at the age he's in. I mean, it's, it's crazy for me to see him coming back and, and, and influencing the team that he's going to. And uh, I think he's, he's, he's crazy. And, and I love crazy people with characters that played football. And I think it's one of the guys that I actually admire. Yeah, thanks, Teko. It was beautiful, yeah. man. And uh, yeah, one legend to another, I guess. And that is how we end or wrap up episode number 95 of The Car Wash. Can you believe it? Whether you have been listening on SL Podcasts, it's here today, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or Marketing 96.7 Game Time. Thank you for tuning in. I've been your host, Sean Roberts, and of course, my very good friend, Mr. Teko Madisa. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you same time, same place next week in Kosika Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. She's a slang and a car.